The natural healing force within each of us is the greatest force in getting well. To avoid sickness, eat less. To prolong life, worry less. Rest and self-care are important. When you take time to replenish your spirit, it allows you to serve others from the overflow. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. Hello and welcome to episode 384 of Under the Cull of MS, a Wellness Wednesday episode. A little bit of health, a little bit of wellness, a little bit of whatever. So let's get started. Today I wanted to talk about, the reason I'm throwing a few quotes in there is some of these sound like I've used them before and I'm just finding them in different areas and so I was adding some to it just in case. But let's start out today talking about stem cells transplant. Want to know more information on it? See if they can talk us into this stuff. Make us think that it's going to help us. Or is it just going to do like every other medication we're on and hold off the progression of the disease? Which is what I'm more finding out, but let's read and find out what they have to say about it. There are two major kinds of stem cell transplant being evaluated for the treatment of multiple sclerosis. Mind you, this is a newer article, and like they just said, they're being evaluated. People are going out of the country to get them. They're not getting them in our country. Well, at least... Us normies, if you're a movie star or someone that's got money coming out of all ends, you can get whatever you want done wherever you want. And they do have still some treatment they use on athletes. And, you know, like Joe Rogan talked about a bunch of stem cell stuff. People do it, but... I don't get the options, so I'm assuming it's only for people that have buku bucks or someone that's willing to give it to them. Autoologist, hemotopioetic stem cell transplant, which is being used for individuals that are having either very frequent relapses or evidence of new inflammatory lesions on MRIs. And then there's mesenchymal stem cell transplant, which is being actively researched for the treatment of, in, of inflammatory disease, progressive neuro, neurodegenerative disease, or both. I think, though, on that... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the one that people are going out of country for for MS to get done is the autologous hematopoietic stem cell plant transplant. I thought it was AH AHSTC. So, well, they'll be talking about it, I'm sure. Uh, in AH, Every time I start talking about something, they bring it right up next. In AHSCT, the goal is to reboot the immune system 
by replacing the faulty immune system with fresh immune cells to prevent future autoimmune attack against the myelin of the brain, spine, and optic nerves that together make up the central nervous system, which I believe is basically the same thing Mavenclad does. It changes, wipes out my T and B cells and gives new ones, hoping they won't attack the body. But am I wrong? Right, I feel they're just so close, closely similar. First, the bone marrow is stimulated to produce and release many new blood cells, called stem cell expansion. Next, these are then collected and stored in the laboratory, called stem cell collection. With these, if they're... (laughs) Okay. With these safely stored in the lab... The bone marrow is depleted or suppressed using a combination of different intravenous medications called conditioning. Finally, the cells that were collected earlier are transplanted back to the same patient by IV with a goal with the goal of generating a new immune system and graftment. So yeah, it sounds like you're basically doing the same thing. Possibly different cells that they're attacking. I'd like to know which cells exactly that they're reconditioning. Uh, During the conditioning and engraftment phases, the patient is at risk of serious infection as they essentially do not have a functioning humoral immune system. They are required to regain... Uh, I'm having a rough time reading words today, aren't aren't I? (laughs) Uh, They are required to remain in the hospital in an isolation room for several weeks and to remain isolated at home for several more weeks after discharge to prevent infection while the new immune system establishes itself which is nice for this day and age because you don't have to leave home. You can do your work and everything from your home if you have certain positions. And it just works out better that way. Uh, There have been several studies that have demonstrated that AHSCT is an effective treatment with long-lasting protection for people with highly active MS. In some patients preventing relapse for at least 10 years so yeah i've heard that too that i've heard this 10 year thing so after 10 years is this shit just not working anymore and you're just going right back to a progressed stage of the disease i mean that's that was the big thing with the whole laser eye surgery it's like everybody's excited about it and then people got it done i had to go and get it right away you know the typical yuppies the People that have to have everything as soon as it comes out. And then about 10 years later, they're like, hey, my vision's going back to the way it was. What's going on? It's like, you really thought it was a permanent cure-all? It's like, you don't take care of your eyes. They aren't going to stay better. You're all excited because you can see better. And now you're going out and 
getting dirt and oils and all this shit in your eyes and then your eyes are just going to revert back eventually to where they were yeah there's something about this 10-year thing so because of the significant upfront risk and the benefit mostly in preventing inflammatory disease a hsct or ahsct is currently only recommended for younger patients who have had MS for less than 10 years and for whom other highly effective disease-modifying therapies have been successful in controlling their disease, where AHSCT will ultimately end up in the selection of MS treatments remains to be seen. That's a thing, too. It's like they want it on younger people. Us older people, we're disposable. We don't matter anymore. That's why you're seeing a lot of older MS patients go out of country to get the AHSCT treatment. But it just amazes me that these people can get on these planes, fly for hours, do all this stuff, and they feel they're so bad off with their disease progression that they have, this is like their last chance, their last, last resort, try this out or give up. It's like, did you really try all the other DMTs? Because I personally can't get on a plane and fly for four, six hours or longer and deal with traveling constantly back and forth going to do these things it would just tear my body apart and I hear these people that are all giving up on everything ready to quit it all and then they're like oh I'm gonna try the stem cell treatment so I really don't think they've tried all the other stuff but it's not like any of it's supposed to make us better it's just to prevent future stuff but i'd rather hold off as long as possible on certain modifiers unless they're gonna actually benefit me in some way shape or form in mesenchymal stem cell transplant the goals are reducing inflammation to help prevent relapses and promoting repair and regeneration. This I like hearing. I like hearing the repair and regeneration part of it. Of damaged neurons to slow disease progression. So it's repairing damaged neurons. And it's to slow the disease progression. So it's not repairing myelin or anything to reverse the disease progression so it's ideally set to improve function but how long is it permanent improvement or what is what I want to know mesenchymal stem cells are found primary primarily in the bone marrow just like thought the other ones were too where they help support the production of blood cells and platelets 
When mesenchymal stem cells mature, they can differentiate into a variety of tissue types, including nerves, adipose tissue, skeletal muscle, heart muscle, liver, cartilage, trachea, skin, and the cornea. See, this one sounds more like it would be beneficial to me because of certain conditions I have and stuff. As far as how they can differentiate into these different tissue types, but will these tissue types repair themselves in the areas where they're supposed to, or will you have new areas where these things are appearing? That's a worrisome part too. It's like, all of a sudden you have a heart flap repair repair itself, but it repairs on the outside of the heart instead of the inside of the heart or something like that. I don't know. Could be interesting. Because of their potential regenerative, pro, regenerative properties, multiple small studies have evaluated MSCT for the treatment of neurological conditions, including stroke, ALS, Parkinson's disease, and MS, and have found promising results. Mesenchymal stem cells can be delivered either by vein or directly into the spinal fluid by a lumbar puncture, intrathecal. Some early studies with small numbers of patients have suggested that the intrathecal route may be more effective in reducing relapses and improving function. It remains to be seen if MSCT will prove to be effective for either active or progressive disease in larger trials. So it's going to be a while. Uh, you can look in the clinicaltrials.gov and see if you can get into any trials, maybe, if you want to go that route you might get lucky enough to find a trial in your in your city in your area uh, and see if there is any benefit for you with it but i for the next year and a quarter or so I'm still dealing with Maven Cloud. I got in my year year two is coming up. And I got my book for my Maven Cloud year two. So I figure what the heck talking stem cells. I feel Maven Cloud is the closest DMT out there. Uh, that's related to stem cells or close to doing the same type of work a stem cell by regenerating different cells. But let's go over Mavenclad again, since we're getting ready for it, see if there's anything new that we need to worry about with the second year or not. We get the second year treatment book, and we'll just check it out. Mavenclad is a prescription medicine used to treat relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis, which I do not have relapsing. I have progressing. I have secondary progressives, so 
but I believe Maven Clad is designed for secondary progressive and primary progressive also now. Oh yeah, see, I'm talking again without reading. It's it's to include relapsing remitting disease and active secondary progressive disease in adults because of its safety profile. Mavenclad is generally used in people who have tried another MS medication that they could not tolerate or that has that not worked well enough. I can't wake up today. I keep yawning as I'm talking. Sorry about that. Trying to hold it off. Uh, Mavenclad is not recommended for use in people with clinically isolated syndrome, which we found, which we talked about is basically like a pre-MS area of life and may not progress into MS, but many times will. Uh, Mavenclad may cause serious side effects. Treatment with Mavenclad may increase your risk of developing cancer. You should follow healthcare provider instructions about screening for cancer. Because of the risk of birth defects, do not take Mavenclad if you are pregnant or of childbearing potential and not using effective birth control. Uh, let's see what they got inside here. Looks like it might pretty much be the same, but Completing your first year is an important milestone. You've completed year one of treatment, but keep in mind you won't receive the full efficacy of Mavenclad treatment until completing your second year of treatment. That means making sure that you're fully ready for the second year is critically important. Year two of treatment will be followed by two years when you will not need to take any Mavenclad. Your health care provider will continue to monitor your health during the second yearly treatment course and for at least another two years, during which you do not need to take Mavenclad. Your health care provider may delay, delay or completely stop treatment with Mavenclad if you have severe side effects. It is not known if it is safe and effective for people to restart Mavenclad after the full four-year period. I've never heard of anybody going back on it, so I don't know. I'd like to hear some people's results of it. Other than that, the first two years, everybody's back and forth on it. You get to hear different Different varieties of people's uh, reactions and how they've had to deal with it and any side effects that they've dealt with. Remember that Mavenclad is still working even when you're not actively taking it. Now that year one of treatment is behind you, remember that this is how Mavenclad is thought to work in your body. Mavenclad is believed to work by reducing the number of T and B cells in the body so there are fewer of them to attack the nerves. For most patients, the active ingredient in Mavenclad 
does not remain in the body beyond one week. However, the number of T and B cells in the immune system reach their lowest level about two to three months after the start of each treatment course. So that like rat poison and it's basically slowly killing the cells off and they're just taking a few months to die off, but the stuff's out of our system in our, a week, but it's inside all the cells. I don't know, that's freaking scary when you think about it. <laughs> it's like basically sticking like a rat poison in my body. It's like, really? Ah, fuck me. It's gonna end up giving me some weird disease later on in life anyways. Uh, wish I could have got diagnosed at a younger age and could have, could have took this a whole different route. Fucking doctors that don't give a shit about you. Don't waste your time with them. It's not worth it. At this point in your treatment journey, you've finished your treatment for the year and your immune system will begin to produce new T and B cells. It may take several months or more for the recovery of T and B cells, but they may not go back to pre-treatment levels. Oh, nice. That's not good. Hey, you know, I'd end up with less T and B cells because of this, because my T and B cells are beneficial to our body, even though they attack us. Uh, but they may not go back to pre-treatment levels. Your healthcare provider will need to make sure your body has restored itself to the proper levels before year two of treatment. I know I just had my six-month uh, blood panels and tests done, and some of my things were still low, but we're still good to go on track, according to the Mavenclad crew, uh, nurses and stuff. Do not take maven clad if you okay have cancer, malignancy, are pregnant, plan to become pregnant, or are a woman of childbearing age, or a man able to father a child, and you are not using birth control, are breastfeeding, are human immunodeficiency virus, HIV positive, have active infections, including tuberculosis, TB, hepatitis B or C, or are allergic to cladribine. I had to take all kinds of different pre-medication things and stuff and all that crap. And my numbers aren't back yet, but they said it's okay. My neurologist is on the edge of being dropped. My new MS neurologist, just because. He seems to have better opinions than me and doesn't really listen to what I have to say. So we'll see what this Monday's visit brings and then I'll be deciding then if I'm going to stick it out or if I'm going to bounce over to one of his partner practitioners in the same building that the one I wanted to go to, but they gave, of course, the one they give me is not the one I want, but We'll see. See what he has to say this week. He better show me better results. Otherwise, bye-bye. Time for someone new. Uh, avoid delays in treatment. 
by scheduling an appointment with your healthcare provider, just as there were tests done before starting treatment in year one, there should be tests done before you begin your year two treatment. So I'm going to have to do my panels again. I think I have to do them every three months, no matter what. So I should have two sets of panels probably before I start year two in August. Uh, checking for conditions such as cancer, liver injury, and infections such as HIV, tuberculosis, and hepatitis B or C should not be. You should not take Maven clad if you have any of these conditions. Uh, they have to confirm your current weight. This can impact the amount of Maven clad you're prescribed because dosing is based on your weight. In the case of female patients, confirming that you are not pregnant and are using effective contraception. Pregnant women must not take Maven clad. Both men and women should use effective birth control while taking Maven clad. And for at least six months after the last dose in year one and two. Performing a complete blood cell count, your healthcare provider will want to make sure your lymphocytes are at a safe level. Your healthcare provider may decide you're not quite ready for year two of treatment based on the outcomes of these tests. He or she may Delay the start of treatment for up to six months. This is just to ensure that your body is ready for treatment. Yeah. You can download a full pre-treatment checklist and bring it to your appointment at mavencladchecklist.com. Yeah, let's see. This book is so freaking thick. They have to cut like 10 trees down for one book and they put out millions of these. Uh, I don't know why they can't just give us digital stuff this day and age. Not waste all the paper and cardboard. And this is like cardboard thick. It's like, really? It's not that freaking important. You could have put all this on a nice little trifold flyer and not wasted all this paper. <laughs> okay. Once you and your healthcare provider have agreed that you're ready to start your second course of treatment, you will again be prescribed Mavenclad based on your weight. This will be one to two tablets per day for up to five days. And then a month later, another one to two tablets per day for up to five days. This gives you another year of up to 355 Mavenclad free treatment days. I forgot that it was two separate months each year. I was thinking it was all just in one week. All right. Month one was four to five treatment, days of treatment. Month two, four to five days of treatment. Uh, month three to 12, no maven clad treatment days. And then eight or 10 oral treatment days for the years, your total. So same with the year two. Uh, now it's time to reach your next milestone or planning for year two of, of treatment and beyond video explains the full story about what to expect from year two of treatment, which you can find that at mavenclad year2.com. 
if you want to watch that video. Uh, yeah, tell your healthcare provider about all your medical conditions, including if you think you have an infection, have taken, take, or plan to take medicines that affect your immune system or blood cells or other treatments for MS, have had a recent vaccination or a scheduled or are scheduled to receive any vaccinations, have heart failure, have had cancer, had liver or kidney problems, are breastfeeding or plan to breastfeed. You got to go over it all with your doctor and make sure about what you're on, what you're dealing with, if there's anything you got to worry about with side effects and stuff. Uh, any type of medications. It's like I was on certain medications and now I found out that our bodies may not need, we're taking extra things, but we're so highly immune to things that we're just not really doing any benefit to our bodies by adding all these side medications and stuff. So i am been using my stuff up and backing off. And then I'm going to go over everything with my neurologist and find out which things I should or shouldn't be also taken. If there's a test I can get done to find out all my other panels and see what I'm missing out on. But I am running out of time for this portion. So I will end it here and get back to you with more Maven clad stuff and who knows what else right after this. Okay, what else does this book have to offer us? Okay. Yeah, we know about the pregnancy problems. In year two, it's like the first six months you don't even want to consider getting pregnant. So. If you're going to be on Maven Clad, take a couple years off from reproducing the population. Uh, MS Lifelines is here for you. You can call them if you need help. There's financial support specialist you can get a hold of. And all this stuff you'll get from your doctors. See, Mavenclad is a prescription medication used to treat relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis, MS, to include relapsing remitting disease and active secondary progressive disease in adults. Because of its safety profile, Mavenclad is generally used in people who have tried another MS medication that they could not tell. And it's all stuff that we, this is what I'm talking about. They waste all these trees to make this cardboard thick cardboard shit and they just keep repeating and repeating uh, let's get to some do not take maven clad if you have cancer malignancy have active in fact we talked about all this stuff too uh, tell your healthcare provider about all your medical conditions including if you think you have an infection, have taken or plan to take medicines that affect your immune system or blood cells or other treatments for MS. Uh, certain medicines can increase your risk of getting an infection. 
If you have had a recent vaccination, heart, heart failure, we talked about all that too. So it's like the second half of the book, they could have skipped. It's like, uh, it's like, why should I take Mavenclad? Mavenclad is given as two yearly treatment courses. Each yearly treatment course consists of two treatment weeks, also called cycles, that will be about a month apart. Take Mavenclad with water and swallow whole without chewing. Mavenclad can be taken with or without food. Swallow it right away after opening the blister pack. Your hands must be dry when handling Mavenclad and washed well with water afterwards. Limit contact with your skin. Avoid touching your nose, eyes, and other parts of your body. If you get maven clad in your skin or on any surface, wash it right away with water. Take maven clad at least three hours apart from other medications taken by mouth during the four to five day maven clad treatment. If you miss a dose, take it as soon as you remember on the same day. If the whole day passes before you, remember, take your missed dose the next day. Do not take two doses at the same time. Instead, you will extend the number of days in the treatment week. Uh, and then your treatment provider, your healthcare provider will continue to monitor your health during the two yearly treatment courses and for at least another two years during which you do not need to take Mavenclad. It is not known if Mavenclad is safe and effective in people who restart Mavenclad treatment. More than two years after completing two yearly treatment courses. Uh, low blood cell counts have happened and can increase your risk of infections during treatment with Mavenclad. Blood tests are needed before you start treatment and during your treatment and afterwards as needed. Serious infections such as t TB, Hepatitis B or C and shingles, herpes, zoster. Fatal cases of TB and hepatitis have happened with cladribine during clinical trials. Uh, progressive multifocal leukencephalopathy, the PML, is a rare brain infection that usually leads to death or severe disability. Although PML has not been seen in MS patients taking Mavenclad, it may happen in people with weakened immune systems. So tell your healthcare provider right away if you have any new or worsening neurological signs or symptoms. These may include weakness on one side of the body, loss of coordination in the arms and legs, decreased strength, problems with balance, changes in your vision, Changes in your thinking or memory, confusion, or changes in your personality. Liver problems. Blood tests need to be performed to check your liver before starting Mavenclad and during it. Uh, symptoms of liver problems may include nausea, vomiting, stomach pain, tiredness, loss of ap appetite, dark urine, or your skin, or your whites of your eyes turn yellow. Uh, isn't that like jaundice? 
Allergic reactions, hypersensitivities, you should stop treatment and seek immediate medical attention if any signs or symptoms of allergic reactions occur. Symptoms of an allergic reaction may include skin rash, swelling or itching of the face, lips, tongue or throat, or trouble breathing. Heart failure, maven clad may cause heart failure, which means your heart may not pump as well as it should. Call your healthcare provider and go to the closest emergency room for medical help right away if you have any signs or symptoms, such as shortness of breath, a faster irregular heartbeat, or unusual swelling in your body. Uh, most common side effects of maven clad include upper respiratory infection, which isn't good during COVID times, headache, and low white blood cell counts. And that looks like they got a quadruply thick cover page in the back here, which makes no sense. It's got like a compartment to put something and sure as shit it's the maven clad uh, little description sheet so what they should have gave you which could have saved a lot of paper and has everything that this book probably has they could have just gave us this Instead, and it's got a lot more information than this book does. <laughs> so, this would have been way better to just give us that instead of this big-ass book. But these drug companies, I really, really don't understand the philosophy behind it. They charge you outrageous amounts for these medications, and then they spend buku bucks on advertising and shit for stuff we don't need, because we know what we're on, we know what we're getting, we talk to our doctor about it, that's why we're on it, and then you give us these little, all this extra material, and then they put on these shows every few months, and I just, uh, a lot of wasted money and that just lower the damn cost of our medication instead of forking out all this money for all this useless crap. I don't know. But what you gonna do? They control the world. We're just people. We're just insects on the larva of life. <laughs> Floating around doing whatever we're told, getting killed off. We're not getting shoved full of weird medications that might cause all kinds of things in our future. Then we're being handed a gun and a helmet and sent off to war to fight for usually something we don't give two shits about. And it's just to benefit the government in some way, shape, or form. And we're not going to get no real benefit out of it. But we send our lives out there to fight for whatever they want. And they sit in their cozy little shacks. Their multi-million dollar paychecks. And just 
to actually send more people to their death. And then when we ask for certain types of things to make our disease problems less and our pain issues less and stuff like that, no, you can't have that, but we'll give you a gun. You can go kill someone in another country for us. But no, you want something that's good, a plant that's never killed anybody. You want to take that to make your conditions a lot less painful and troublesome. Nah, we're not going to do that. But you could have a gun. You can go kill somebody. And if you don't kill them for us, maybe they'll kill you because you're worthless to us then if you're not killing someone for us. <laughs> the way the world works. Uh, you can't tell me it doesn't. I've seen it for many years and it's just a pathetic display of idiocracy through the levels of governments of all the different countries that could just all join forces work together and we could share everything and make such an awesome world <laughs> we could be flying around in ships already and flying around in cars and everything else no alright let's talk some foods that nutritionists say support a healthy gut and these yeah most of these make sense we've talked about them before sauerkraut it's better to look for fresh sauerkraut than canned if you can they have the big sauerkraut in the usually in the meat section of your grocery store instead of buying the canned stuff that's been sitting Forever, basically breaking down into some form of sugar, I'm sure. Asparagus, try eating it raw with other crudites and dip for maximum pre prebiotic effects. Ah, never tried asparagus raw. I always cook it. Just had a bunch of asparagus because it's been on sale lately. Going to be picking up more probably this week. I like doing chop up my asparagus. Well, it, they have these little tons of different types of little baby potatoes nowadays. You'll get these little bags of baby potatoes. Throw them in a glass pan, rectangular glass pan. A little olive oil, some sea salt, some black cracked black pepper. Throw them in the oven for about 15 minutes at 350 to get them started. And then I'll pull it out in this last batch. I'll You can put whatever vegetables you want with it. But this last batch, I chopped up a, a few zucchinis. Nice thick medallion size. Threw them in there. Left some whole-sized medallions and some I cut in half. And then I chopped up a bunch of asparagus. Two bunches of asparagus, actually. Threw them in there. And then just... Add a little bit more olive oil, some Italian seasoning, a little bit more Himalayan sea salt, pink Himalayan sea salt, and then uh, stir it up good and turn it in the oven longer. Cooked it overall for about somewhere between a half hour and 45 minutes, depending on how 
how you like your vegetables. I like mine softer. Some people like them harder. So take that into consideration. I go till it's the potatoes are fork ready and I can stick a fork softly through the biggest potato I see. Then I, it's done. And just set it on a table with a big spoon, let people serve it up themselves as a side, and then make something nice to go with it. Uh, last night we did a, well, last night we did a, I did more of an uh, um, Asian style vegetable with like uh, snow peas, carrots. Broccoli, cauliflower, uh, green beans. Was, had some of those water chestnuts and stuff like that in there. But I did that, that up with a garlic, lemon, butter, uh, white fish. It's pre-made thing from, I think, Gorton's. They're on sale. There's two little squares in a pack. They're excellent. They're really good. They have great flavor to them. They're nicely marinated. And then some French fries on the side made in the air fryer. Just plain fries. Seasoned my way. And actually, no, last night I just used seasoned salt. Is all I threw on it. But yeah can always throw a pan of vegetables together and it goes great as a side dish with any meal. Uh, pineapple. Whole, if you eat it whole, you can, or you can add it to smoothies and juices. Uh, here's a immune boosting green juice, which I don't need with being on Maven clad, but if you feel you do need it, because of what you're on and stuff, you can try it out. They say take five large kale leaves, five large romaine leaves, a handful of parsley, two cups of cubed pineapple, a third of a cucumber, a two-inch knob of ginger peeled, and one lemon peeled. Rinse all fruit and veggies, cut up pineapple and set aside two cups. Cut up one-third cucumber, slice off a two-inch knob of ginger root and peel, slice the peeled lemon in half, add all the ingredients to a juicer, and there you go. Got an awesome immune-boosting green juice, if you want to try that out. Uh, onions, diced onions. Dice onions and put them in salads, dressings, and sauces. Or slice them to place on salads or veggie burgers. But basically raw onions are a great source of prebiotics and contain quercetin, a strong antioxidant that fights damaging free radicals in your body. They also contain chromium, which boosts insulin production, and vitamin C, which supports a strong immune system. And a little tip for this time of year, since it is spring now and the critters are starting to come out, if you get stung by a wasp or bee or anything with a stinger in it, 
you slice yourself an onion and put the onion on it. And it will usually pull the stinger out eventually. It'll work its way out with the onion. And then another thing is too, if you get if you're sick, you get some type of nasty cold or something, slice the onion in half, leave it on a table on a bedside table by you. And when you wake up in the morning, it'll look all nasty, but it's uh, collecting bacteria from the air. It's a wonder vegetable. It's awesome. Another super vegetable is garlic. Raw garlic is another excellent prebiotic food with high levels of inulin, which fuels the good bacteria in the gut. It's loaded with, garlic is loaded with tons of nutrients, including manganese, vitamin B6, vitamin C, selenium, and many active compounds like allicin, which is a powerful disease-fighting substance created after garlic is crushed or chopped. Uh, Add raw garlic to guacamole, hummus, sauces, and dressings, such as this dressing, which I want to try. Because I like the tahini. I like the hummus. So a quarter cup tahini. Two tablespoons Dijon mustard. Two cloves of garlic. A quarter cup of filtered water. A juice of one lemon. Two tablespoons of nutritional yeast. Black pepper and chili flakes optional. And fresh salad greens. Combine the ingredients in a high speed blender. Blend on high until smooth, and then pour over the greens and enjoy. So that sounds like an interesting little dressing I want to try. Uh, Bone broth helps heal the lining of the gut, which in turn supports immune system function and a healthy inflammatory response. You can cook up a big batch of this immunity bone broth broth veggie soup and pack it for a lunch or sip it throughout the day. The ingredients are a half a cup of chopped yellow onion, two tablespoons extra virgin olive oil, two cloves of garlic minced, a one inch ginger root peeled and minced, a half inch of turmeric root peeled and minced, uh, one cup of chopped celery, one cup of chopped carrots, two cups of chopped broccoli, including stems, one 32-ounce container of organic chicken bone broth or vegetable bone broth, if vegan, one cup of filtered water, two Japanese yams peeled and cubed. That part's making me not want to try this. Uh, Two bay leaves, a quarter teaspoon cayenne pepper, a half a teaspoon cumin, A quarter teaspoon paprika. There's going to be a very potent spice item. Sea salt to taste. Black pepper to taste. Fresh curly kale chopped. And juice of one lemon and fresh parsley chopped. In a large stock pot, saute the onion and extra virgin olive oil for four to five minutes. Add the garlic, ginger, and turmeric. Cook for three to four more minutes. Add celery, carrots, and broccoli and saute for five minutes. So you would think you're breaking down the onion and garlic 
way too far by waiting by cooking all that stuff for that long before you're putting in the chunky vegetables but after you add the celery carrots and broccoli and saute them for five minutes then add bone broth and one cup of filtered water to the pot bring to a boil and then add the yams and the rest of the seasonings lower the heat to a low temperature and cook for 40 minutes with the lid on and then turn off the heat and add chopped kale cover for a few minutes to allow the kale to wilt squeeze lemon juice into the soup season with adult additional salt pepper and red pepper flakes and then ladle it into a bowl and serve with some chopped fresh parsley on top and you got yourself an awesome bone broth meal uh, apple cider vinegar helps us break down and digest food by stimulating digestive juices and increasing stomach acid production. Also has antiviral and antimicrobial properties. Uh, you can try adding apple cider vinegar to salad dressings or veggies before roasting as in this roasted Brussels sprouts recipe. Let's see, I, I like Brussels sprouts. 10 Brussels sprouts halved, two tablespoons extra virgin olive oil, two tablespoons apple cider vinegar, three cloves of garlic smashed, one quarter teaspoon dried dill, one quarter teaspoon paprika, sea salt to taste and black pepper to taste. Preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit, 204 degrees Celsius. Toss the Brussels sprouts in extra virgin olive oil, apple cider vinegar, garlic, and spices. Roast them for 30 minutes, tossing every 10 minutes, and then serve immediately. Kimchi, the fermentation process of vegetables used to make kimchi not only enhances its flavor but also produces the live and active probiotic cultures that promote gut integrity uh, you can take rice and veggies and kimchi and put them together and you got yourself a delicious dinner. Ginger helps to calm and relax the stomach, relieve nausea, and alleviate gut ailments. Not only does it provide a natural source of calcium or of vitamin C, magnesium, potassium, copper, and manganese, ginger also aids in digestion and helps prevent bloating. Uh, you can add peeled ginger to your teas and smoothies to give them an extra flavorful kick. Dandelion greens are one of the most detoxifying foods to eat, and they, they're chock full of nutrients, fiber, antioxidants, and prebiotic benefits that can help keep us strong and healthy. They're packed with vitamins A and K, calcium, and iron. These leafy greens are one of our favorite additions to powerful detoxifying inflammatory fighting green juices. But yeah, 
Start incorporating some of these foods into your daily regimen. A healthy body and mind starts with a strong gut, as we know. So give those a shot. I think that's enough good information for the day. We learned about stem cells. We learned about maybe cloudy year two. We got some healthy, healthy belly foods. We should all try. And a couple of those ingredients sounded like they had most of those foods all put into one shebang for us. I'm going to definitely try some of the recipes. Hopefully you will too. Other than that, I'm falling asleep. Can't stop yawning. So we're going to end it here. Good to yourself. Good to everybody else. Rate, review, tell a friend, send a question, send a comment. I know, you might be sending them and I may not be getting them, but if you want me to definitely get them, send them to kevintheduckpool at gmail.com. And I will definitely get them there. But I still haven't figured out how to go into all the sites and find out if I have anything on the different uh, podcasting platforms. I do have... I did get myself a smartphone, but my smartphone doesn't have a phone in it, apparently. So I don't know what if I have to get some stupid card to stick in it or what. I gotta figure that out today or tomorrow. Contact someone, get that figured out so I can get my cell phone, my smartphone for the first time. Finally up and running, see if I can get it figured out. And then I got two other podcasting companies that want me, but I can't get, I'm on their platforms, but I can't get access to the platforms until I have the apps. And I can't get those apps without having a smartphone. So I got to get that figured out. And then, then we might be able to have fun and get some VR get myself an oculus down the road or something but we'll see what happens i'm rambling on again trying to just use up the time don't know why we'll just end it here be good talk to you again soon have a great week